John Seeger, the most decorated soldier in the first Gulf War. Did you think that I was going to tell them that they're risking their lives so that we can get rich off of diamonds and oil? All right, Jones, call in the chopper. Samuels, load up all the wounded. Put in the goddamn chopper now! the bank right now. Listen, I want every cop in this job for second place at that bank right now. You understand me? Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Give Me Attention or Give Me Death. I am Alan Richardson, and I am sitting here with uh, Brother Jim. What's Hi. up, Jim? Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. You know that. Uh, yeah. So we just uh, we've been sitting around in quarantine, watching Steven Seagal movies, and today we watched Mercenary for Justice, alternate title, Mercenary of Justice. Uh, Jim, what do you think this movie was about? Um, it's about he's a mercenary of or for justice, and he needs to get back. So Radio Jones is dead. <laughs> yeah, and Radio <laughs> Jones dies right away. Yeah, let me tell you right off the bat, Radio Jones is dead. Okay? Oh, you don't know Radio Jones? Uh, none of us did. It happened right away. <laughs> he talks really fast, and then he dies. Um, <clears throat> and then Steven Seagal has to get back the wife and son of Radio Jones. So it's kind of like Taken. Except instead of his son and wife, it's, well, that's not really what Taken's about, but you know, it's like Radio Jones' family Yeah, is at so stake. So, Steven Seagal's a mercenary, and they're fighting uh, in, like, the s- somewhere in Southern Africa, and, uh, where is it? The Gelmoral Island in Southern Africa? And uh, it is a setup, and the French army is there, and they're killing the shit out of Steven Seagal and his friends. And one of the people they kill is Radio Jones, com mm-hmm. expert. Rip. Uh, rip hard, Radio Jones. <laughs> he carries them all the way to the helicopter and then decides to leave them there because the helicopter's full anyways. Oh, that's right. Uh, and he just kind of leaves them on a rock, like dead. Yeah. And then I don't know if it's like the other half of their gang of mercenaries or like a rival gang of mercenaries. I, I don't really know what it is. But that gang of mercenaries uh, blow up the French ambassador and his entire family. <laughs> and Steven Seagal is not happy with it. And then the guy that blew up the French ambassador says something incredibly racist to Omar. Because Omar's in this. Yeah. Uh, who is also a mercenary, I guess. And then they all fly home to the U.S. Yeah, they all take the same helicopter home. Yeah, except, except for Radio, Radio Jones. Jones, who is dead on a rock. <laughs> yeah, uh, however, carried all the way there. Yeah, and his dying words was to make sure that Steven Seagal took care of his wife and son. Oh, he was like, "Promise me." And then Steven Seagal just didn't say anything, and then he died. Yeah, and then Steven Seagal was <laughs> like, "Well, I'm not carrying this guy all the way to the full helicopter." Yeah, sitting with a corpse on my lap all the way back to America in this thing. 
But then when he got back to America, he talked to Radio Jones's wife. Yeah, and just kept rubbing her back and shoulder. It was not yeah, comfortable. It was really weird. It was very intimate. And then he gave her a bunch of money and said, I'm taking care of you and the baby. Yeah, I take care of you and the baby now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then pretty much immediately after he leaves, she gets kidnapped by other by CIA mercenaries. The CIA hired the mercenaries. The The movie is very hard to the follow. The plot is a disaster. It makes very little sense the entire time through. And then they hire Steven Seagal and his band of mercenaries to rescue the son of an arms dealer from a prison in South Africa. Right. Uh, which is just a setup because they're going to rob a bank. A plan they don't really talk about much. They just kind of... Maybe mention it once and then just start doing it. Yeah. Uh, Steven Seagal, without any explanation, figures this out and uh, foils their does. plan. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah, there is no son in the prison. It's just a setup to kill everybody. Even though they had a pretty good picture of him. He yeah, a lot, <laughs> and they just kept going back to it. Yeah. The boy. And zooming in on his face and he looked like concerned or yeah, bored or whatever. Yeah, like bummed out. Yeah, he, he looked pretty bored. He's yeah. like, come on, guys, I'm in prison. Yeah, so the CIA guy... Chanel, Cheryl, I don't know. Charles. Charles, yeah. Uh, Charleston. It's Charleston Chu. Yeah, so Charleston Chu, the yeah. CIA operative, calls Steven Seagal and is like, I have the wife and kid, and you got to do all this shit for me, or else I'm going to kill them. And he's like, All right, proof of life. Which is as if it's like uh, honor amongst thieves kind of thing of like, Well, you know the deal. You give me proof of life. That's yeah. what happens. You can't deny that. And uh, he gives the kid the phone, and the kid seems just confused as to why he's talking to he Steven Seagal. He didn't seem like, scared or anything. He's just kind of like like he was bored on the set for a while, and now he's like, I don't want to talk to this guy. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I got to talk to who? Like, yeah. Yeah. Eddie. Oh, he's like, Eddie. Yeah. Is that you, son? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, Is that uh, you, son? Yeah. And then he's like, what was it? Something like I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you back, son. Don't you worry. I will. And then he like takes the phone. Oh, that was the second time. Oh, the, first, the second time. Know, it was just really awkward phone calls and Steven Skull just kind of making this kid uncomfortable. Yeah, it was like when you're a kid and like a relative that you'd never talked to calls and you have it has to say happy birthday. Yeah, and you're just like, yeah, it's fun. Thanks, Steven Seagal. Yeah, so they're getting was his weird. kidnapped immediately after. Oh, and. uh he said that he was going to bring his dad back home to America for the full uh, full proper burial, flags and medals and everything. Yeah, right. As if, like, I'll just go back to where I left the body. <laughs> no one's probably touched it. It's probably just hanging right out there, and I know right where it is. Yeah, the now probably decomposed body of Radio Jones in the desert. Yeah. So I remember where it was. Blown apart by random mortar shells because <laughs> it's in the middle of a fucking battle zone. Yeah, I don't think Radio Jones made it home in one piece. Wait. Oh, wait. At the end, uh, can you show you, am I jumping too far ahead now? or? Let's save the end. Okay. Let's save the end. Uh, was the woman that was with him the whole time the reporter in the beginning? I like, forgot she was in the beginning. Reporter in the beginning. Yeah, I remember her camera guy got shot a bunch of times, and then she oh. yelled at people, being like, "You just killed an innocent man." That's right. Yeah, because I was saying that she looks like the woman from the cover, so that's why they didn't shoot her. Yeah, because she has plot armor, and uh, she had plot armor for whatever reason. She was the only person Steven Seagal trusted. The the plot that 
The movie was so bad. It's a fun watch. I recommend watching it, but it is bad. A lot of it is like a, I like Steven Seagal explaining why people are and are not doing things, and it's mostly because he's the most badass motherfucker around. Yeah. Um. All one of the best parts of the movie, however, is his relationship with his like driver or his like. I I, I don't, don't know, know. What, what fellow. But because he seems against him at first. Yeah, you don't really. They don't introduce this guy. He's just kind of driving Steven Seagal around. And Steven Seagal is just like, uh, what were you gonna say? Well, there's like essentially like the group of mercenaries, and then they're trying to get Steven Seagal to get back into the fold. Right. Which it always seems like he's still in the fold. Yeah, I don't really. But understand they're like, the you know, they they need leverage to make sure he does it with everybody. Yeah, including this gentleman. Go ahead. Sorry. So Bulldog is just driving Steven Seagal. Yeah, his name's Bulldog. Yeah, and uh, well, you don't really know that, I don't think, until. Uh, anyways, he's driving him, and he's like talking about how he doesn't say anything. He's like, <laughs> "You don't want to get attached to anybody, in case some about if you need to kill them." And then yeah. he's like, "You don't want to talk because then if you gotta kill me later, that might be real hard on yeah. you." Yeah, <laughs> he just doesn't know me like that. It's Cajun accent. But for people like me, it's not hard to ever do it. Uh, so pretty much that was what he said to Bulldog. And then later on, he's with that reporter lady from the beginning. And he's like going on a dinner date with her. Yeah. For some reason. Yep. Uh, and then Bulldog is driving them. And that's normal. And um, yeah, he's their driver. And she's in the front seat. And Steven Seagal is directly behind her. Um, <laughs> and then randomly, he just shouts... Uh, Bulldog, take this side street. <laughs> hey, Bulldog, take this side street. And it happens very quickly, and it's very loud. And that's when you find out his name is Bulldog, and you remember his name is Bulldog. Um, and then they're at dinner, and they go. He goes into the bathroom. Classic Steven Seagal moments. He yep. always likes to go into the bathroom. I have to go to the bathroom. Yep. He has to go to the bathroom anytime he's at a restaurant, and um, he's got to do it. He fights some guy and kills him in there, and then Bulldog walks yeah, CIA, in. Yeah, uh, CIA goons. Yeah, right. And then Bulldog walks in and gives him this, like, look. <laughs> and Steven Seagal's like, I don't even know how he gets into it. He's like, where are you from, Bulldog? He doesn't get into it at <laughs> all. He just says <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, he's like, you look like you're from Michigan. Or from uh, from Detroit. And Bulldog <laughs> says his first words. He's like, I am from Detroit. <laughs> Becomes this boyish charm, yeah. Bad guy. <laughs> he just, <laughs> oh, hot damn, how'd you know I am from Detroit? Yeah, he's like really like charmed about it. He's like, hot oh, damn, it, man, how'd you know I am from Detroit? And, and then Steven Skull's like, I am from Detroit too, man. Couple two Motor City boys, yeah. Look at us, two Motor City boys <laughs> <laughs> talking like this fucking shit ass Cajun accent, yeah. Dude's from fucking Michigan, uh, yeah. Th- there's also that. Um, <laughs> Bulldog, take the side street. And then, uh, so now Bulldog is, is his boy, and you know that because in the next scene, he's dan- he's dancing with that reporter lady in this restaurant, and Bulldog's sitting in the background, like smiling, he's watching just them, sitting at the table, waiting. He's got this really pleasant look on his face. <laughs> Bulldog, he's such a huge dude. <laughs> he found a friend in an unexpected place. <laughs> I am from Detroit. Yeah, he uh, he really oh. likes 
uh, being from Detroit and talking about it and having people ask him if he's from Detroit. I feel like he says something like sassy between then and the next scene. Maybe. But I forget. It's just like you just start to feel warm and fuzzy around Bulldog. Yeah. Uh, he's pretty good. Oh, God damn. They, they kill someone and he says something to Steven Seagal. Well, that guy falls into the car and he says, bad parking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah, that happened. Bad parking. That was after he got shot. That was after, yeah. He gets shot. And then you have to hear the reporter lady just yell, Bulldog, no! <laughs> To be so sincerely concerned about an adult named Bulldog. Yeah. Yeah. And the way it happens is like Bulldog tries to shoot some guy and misses him a bunch of times. Then the guy laughs and shoots him in the arm and Bulldog falls down. And then she goes, Bulldog, no. And then he cuts to Bulldog. It cuts to Bulldog's face and he looks really sad. It cuts to him for a good like four seconds. And he's just like. He looks like emotionally hurt, not like physically. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I thought I could save the day. Oh man, I let him down bad. <laughs> and then uh, they drive to another location. Yeah, and then that happens. Yeah. It just, you know, all these Steven Seagal movies, they, I mean, I guess not all. I mean, no, it is just, it. Then they just at some point, dude. They he stopped giving a shit about what movies were made. Yeah, he really doesn't care what it is because everyone is a disaster. Especially we've been watching around like mid two thousands, yeah, like from like two thousand like four maybe to two thousand nine or eight, and uh, this is two thousand six. You know, right right in the middle, and it's a mess. In this era in particular, all of these films are a disaster. And honestly, it's like crazy how many characters they introduce. Yeah, in each of these movies, with no no introduction of a backstory, no like emotional attachment. Yeah, and none of them are as memorable as Bulldog. This is like a one-off thing. Yeah, Bulldog is the hero of his Steven Seagal's entire film career. Yeah, that was like Bulldog really made this movie for me. Bad parking. I, I don't really know if this if if this movie was actually that entertaining or if I just really feel that good about Bulldog. But as soon as Bulldog, take that side street. I was like, oh, yeah, this is. We made the right choice. I'll watch this movie again. Oh, yeah. For Bulldog. I'll watch it again. Uh, Bulldog, then after he gets shot, he they make. They drive to another location. It makes no right. sense. And. Uh, he's, he's like bandaged up somehow. Yeah, they made like a weird makeshift sling. And <laughs> Stevens goes like, all right, Bulldog, don't move. Stay by the car. And again, he looks like kind of upset. As if he was like, damn, I fucked up. Now I'm on car duty. Yeah, right. I knew this would happen. Two Motor City Boys. That's <laughs> all. How the fuck did I go from Two Motor City Boys to watching the car? <laughs> I <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> uh, and then he gets frustrated and just runs away pretty quickly. Yeah, he, he, he decides he wants to to save the day again. Yeah. So, so he, what does he do? He finds some guy, and then he judo throws him onto the ground and shoots him in the head. Because uh, he can't lift his arm with a gun in it. Yeah, but he st- still somehow managed to like judo throw this guy. Yeah, well, he's bulldog, dude. He's got one cool yeah, arm. Yeah, he is bulldog. Um, and he really needed to be point blank to shoot that guy because the other guy, he like 
He whiffed pretty bad on those shots. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he fucked Bulldog's up big time. not got great aim. There's no reason. I mean, there's like it's no surprise that he looked that sad actually. Yeah, because he really fucked up. It's like uh, you know, if if he was like streaming that on Twitch, he'd be really embarrassed because his chat saw. That's what it was like because it was like Steven Seagal and the reporter lady saw him miss those shots <laughs> and then get wrecked by the other guy. He's like, cool oh, man. Oh shit, dude! They're gonna bring this up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get really bad. <laughs> I'm gonna get fucked in the chats. <laughs> So uh, yeah, what happens after that? What, what I don't know. Who? Oh, uh, shit. So they save the mom and kid. Yes. How? How the fuck do we forget this much of the movie? Well, I know how. a lot of it just kind of like happened. happened. Yeah. Uh, how the hell did they? Oh, there was that one guy watching them. Yeah, Michael the Showalter. undressed guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Michael yeah. Showalter for a shot. And Michael one shot Showalter. Yeah. Uh, and oh my god! And that reporter lady at one point, she shoots a guy in the arm and he drops his gun, and then he's down on the ground, and she jumps on his back, takes out a knife. And whispers in his ear, it just ain't your fucking day, and then slits his throat and kills him. <laughs> That's a fucking insane thing to say before you kill someone. Yeah, and that, just that one guy. I feel like that guy wasn't really significant either. It was just like a goon. Right? I don't think he was. Yeah. I think he was just a goon, yeah. I mean, who the fuck knows, really? I don't know. Or were those supposed to be the other mercenaries? <laughs> Um, no, because like Jojo racist guy, they or... all got killed in the prison. Remember, right, right. There was oh that yeah, shot of them. Yeah, and there was a trap. They, they just got surrounded from an upper level, like in a circle, and I guess that's what surrounded means. But then they started getting shot, and it just kept showing different angles of them, and like it showed like one one of them die, and he'd yeah, fall the down. Close ups of them dying. Yeah, and then it would show a different angle, and then all six of them or whatever are standing up again. Yeah, and it's like it was really inconsistent, just back and forth with like some of them are on the floor, now some of them are standing again. Like 20 people died in that shot between those six people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a pretty fucking... That was a good movie. Yeah, well, between that and, like, I mean, the whole quality of the movie was garbage, but the, uh, the opening, like, credits or whatever, the tile screen and all that shit... Uh, oh, looked very yeah. homemade. Like, I like could probably iMovie. do it. Yeah. Like, for, like, no try, just, like, white... Helvetica on black background. Yeah, it was no good. Yeah, I mean, it was good, but for all the wrong reasons. It the movie is insane. Donnie Fondle. Oh yeah, this is a Donnie Fondle joint, by the way. Yes. Um. Well, before we we go into like discussing more about Donnie Fondle and other movies, let's we should we'll, we'll we'll go through the ending of the movie. So they save the mom and the kid. They kill the one CIA guy, and then uh, he lets the other CIA guy, the head CIA guy, go. He lets him drive away, and because CIA guy was like, he has a gun to Steven Seagal, and Steven Seagal goes, "You're not gonna shoot me." And he goes, "Now, how do you know that?" And it's the CIA guy, the head, the Chapel, I think his name was, uh-huh. or Sheridan, I think it was Chapel. I think this guy was Chapel, and he would always be like, he like took a piece of the kid's orange, and what did he say? Like, I prefer apples. Yeah. <laughs> like, something like that. Yeah. He it had was, a weird, like, mannerisms about how he talked. 
it was like they wanted creepy bad guy. Yeah, but it was really just like, why don't you whisper and we have an extreme close up on your face of yeah, saying he, like horseradish sauce. To me, it kind of came off like he was doing like a bad like Sacha Baron Cohen impression. Yeah, I, I kept thinking he was like a shitty version of him. Yeah. Know, he was like <laughs> trying to be funny. That guy sucked. Yeah, that guy sucked. He was a shitty bad guy, but so he said, you know, he's got the gun to Steven Seagal, and Steven Seagal goes like, you're not going to shoot me. He goes, now how do you know that? He's like, because I'm the baddest motherfucker that's ever been, and you know <laughs> that you need me to get all the dirty things you need done, done. And he was like, I suppose you're right. I'll see you in the next job. And then he drives away, and then the reporter lady comes up, and she says like, that milk toast pussy drive yeah, away or something right. like that. And then Steven Seagal goes, I like the thing he had an explosive personality. And then the car exploded. Yeah. But it felt like that long of a beat where it was like, I think he had an explosive personality. Yeah, it was a little <sighs> while. Uh, but before that, it shows him like driving too, and he's like listening to like peanuts or something, like the peanuts music. Oh yeah, it yeah. wasn't really, but it's kind of sent- it was just, like piano, like, like a free version of of the peanuts theme song. Yeah, kind of. Uh, and then he died. Yeah, big then he time. blows up good. And then Steven Seagal's like, notice I said had an explosive personality, and then he looks <laughs> at the camera. <laughs> he looks directly at the camera. It's uh. I feel like that wasn't supposed to be in the movie. Like, that was just like... Oh, you mean like him saying that? Yeah, like, why don't you just say something, like, goofy right before his car explodes? Like, to say, like, oh, no, I got it. And, uh, like, maybe the line is like, oh, I didn't let him get away. Then the car exploded. What? I bet he was like, "Uh, can I try a few other lines? Like, ah, sure, Steven. He was like, I think he had an explosive personality. And then... People kind of chuckled on the set, and he like wanted to ride that high. And he's like, "Do you notice I said had?" Yeah, right. Like he was kind of saying it like yeah. off the script. Yeah. And then the editor, who is alone in the room and a sane individual, saw all that happening and was like, "I got to put all this in the fucking movie." <laughs> it does kind of seem like some stupid shit he would just make up. Yeah, Steven's a girl. I can't. I can't imagine working on him in one of these movies. This guy I would, sucks. I'd love to watch what were the filming of one of these movies just to see what it's like. You'd love to be on set for a Donnie Fondleroy joint? You know, actually, I'm not sure. I want to travel to all these different countries with Steven Seagal and Donnie Fondleroy. Why? Because of all the racist remarks Steven Seagal will most likely say? I mean, there's that, but also, like, I don't like flying or traveling, even to places I want to go to. Yeah. So I'm going to fly to South Africa with Steven Seagal and Donnie Fondleroy. Maybe it'd be worth it. Well, don't we don't know. know what Donnie Fondleroy is like. You think he's like a cool dude? Dude, maybe. Maybe he like, knows what he's doing. Be fucking funny. <laughs> dude, I remember the first time I got my my I got my first Steven Seagal movie and I was like, uh, this is going to suck, but it is a fucking ride if you accept it. <laughs> if you just accept that this is going to suck and be a retarded movie, it's fun. He did do Munchie Strikes Back, didn't he? Yeah, he did Munchie and Munchie Strikes Back. Munchie wasn't quite as good. Munchie Strikes Back was a masterpiece. Well, that was his early work. You know, yeah. give him a break. Munchie Strikes Back was a masterpiece. Yeah. That That, that a is movie. a masterpiece of cinema. Yeah. Um, Donnie Fauntleroy's really got it going on, I guess. Yeah, Donnie Fauntleroy's a good man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal looked extra crispy in this movie. 
Yeah, we were, he really looked like he had like rotisserie chicken skin. Yeah, for his skin. Oh, we didn't even talk about the real ending of the movie. After oh yeah yeah the yeah, the car blows up in the one liner. I think it's really just straight to this. It just shows a coffin, or you know, like yeah, right, like yeah, um, with a American flag draped over it, and then just shows a bunch of transparent footage of Radio Jones from the first like five minutes of the movie. Yeah, it's that like him in. hiding behind the wall yeah. in the battle zone. It's like not like a glamour shot. It's like him. It's clearly the same footage they had of oh, him. Oh yeah, it's the same footage they already showed like the the 5 minutes of the movie he was in. Him like talking really fast and then him like getting shot and like dying <laughs> in the in the desert. Oh yeah, he has like one of the first lines of the movie where he's like, "I don't know where these numbers are coming from. We're getting outnumbered. We're in trouble. I don't know where these Frenchies are coming from." <laughs> yeah, he says it all really fast. <laughs> uh Yeah, they show the translucent the translucent things of like his face and uh onto the coffin and yeah then it says uh does it say radio jones and then with his, his <laughs> no, no i don't think it says anything i, I think i'm just that's yeah i'm just i, that wish, delusional. I wish it said like in i just wanted it so radio bad <laughs> they should have but it was just such a, like a but then the it showed his like movie dead head like yeah. dead face yeah it's like face covered like... in sand and blood yeah it was fucked up yeah, they really must have just... I don't, do you think they forgot to have an ending, or did the ending not work? I don't know. I don't know why they thought Radio Jones was so important that they needed to show him <laughs> for the end of the movie. Because they didn't really show like anything happened with the son or the mom. They just showed like this dead... And the 21-gun salute was not with rifles, but with machine guns. Yeah, right. Not with shotguns this time, though. No. Which one was shotguns? I don't remember. Just another shitty movie. Uh, perhaps it Flight was. Flight of Fury, probably. Probably Flight of Fury. That movie was a disaster. That was when he was in the military. Yeah. Fuck Flight of Fury. Uh, do you have anything else on, on this film? I don't think so. I think we covered it all. It was, um, I mean, it was bad, but it was worth a watch. Yeah. If you like this type of Steven Seagal movie, you should watch. Um, what was it called again? Oh, Mercenary for Justice. Otherwise known as Mercenary of Justice. Yeah. Uh, now, who... All right, so this is the fifth Steven Seagal movie we've watched. Yeah. Where would you put it? Where would you rank it? Well, uh, Out for a Kill is still my favorite. Yeah. So, I'm going to say it goes Out for a Kill, and then right below it, you know, arguably, like, tied is Shadow Man. That's a yeah. great movie. Yeah, Shadow Man was, a nice surprise. was nearly untouchable. Um. And then what the hell else was it on the four pack? It was a uh, Flight of Fury. Yeah, Flight of Fury is the bottom of the barrel. And Urban the other Justice. one was Urban Justice. Oh, and that was it. Okay, yeah. So, um, Out for a Kill, and then Shadow Man, and then um, this movie. Yeah. I mean, it has Bulldog. It has fucking Bulldog. <laughs> it has Bulldog in it. And then Urban Justice. Bulldog, no. Urban, Urban Justice was just okay, and then Flight of Fury was trash. Yeah, that was a horrible movie. It was not good. Yeah, that was like, see the the worst Steven Seagal movies are the ones that they advertise themselves as Steven Seagal movies, and then he's barely in it. Yeah, and that's what you got with Flight of Fury. Uh, well, as a preview to what we'll do coming up, do you want to watch the first two minutes of Blood Fist? Give a little preview. Maybe. Let's do it. All right, put it on. All right, so Jimmy and I found this series, Blood Fist. 
starring Don the Dragon Wilson as in this action park action parked action packed martial arts epic as retired kickboxer Jake Ray who travels to Manila 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 Oh, this is a bad idea. To avenge the brutal murder of his brother, his search for the truth finds him battling both in... Dot, dot, dot. Watch Blood now. Blood fist. <laughs> All right, we got an ad going up first. Is this Hunters? Yeah, Hunters with... Uh... Do you know what Al Pacino's first name is? Jordan Peele? Jordan yeah. Peele Al Pacino? <laughs> Al is short for Jordan Peele. Oh, yeah, right. Do you know what Al Pacino's first name is? No. Do you want to take a guess? No. No? It's Alfredo. Really? Yeah. That's sick. Alfredo Pacino. That's that guy's name. That's good. That's it's fucking rad. Okay. Starting with <laughs> pornography sounds. Gentle, intense music. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the uh, subtitle said. We got a guy down in the ring. Don Wilson, World Kickboxing Association, light heavyweight world champion. That's the credit that just showed up. Grunting and scuffling. Yeah. Rob Kamen's in it. He's junior light heavyweight world champion. Was the Dragon and Billy Blanks? Is that the, uh, is Billy Blanks the, uh, boot camp guy? Yeah. We got a fight in slow motion going on behind all these credits where I think everyone they've said has been a kickboxing champion. Yeah, I don't know. Michael Shaner. Not Michael Shaner, though. Michael Shaner is just an actor. Fucking normie. Is that Asian lady behind the computer, Michael Shaner? Or Riley Bowman? All right, so we got some good early 90s computer work. Yeah, this is good. Oh, what the fuck was that? He stepped on his ass and then kicked him in the face. Is that a real technique? You step on their butt, like, a little bit? His bones crunching on the mat. I mean, he just kicked him down again on it. Ah! Ah, look at that, huh? Ah! Ah! I can't believe I did it. Ah, Look at that shit. I kicked him right down. Ah! (laughs) <laughs> the deal is he supposed to like throw the match oh Perry yeah. oh Perry oh oh. wait is the oh, white guy Ricky fuck. the dragon Don the dragon Wilson yeah he is Don Wilson I don't think he's like Asian I think he's just a white guy that's probably Don Wilson right there yeah, look at this grunting and scuffling. Jesus that's, Christ, he's punching him so hard. That's Don Wilson, if I ever saw him. Whoa, that guy is fucked up. His nose is gone. Damn. So what happened was Don Wilson, uh, we assume. This guy's just flinching on the ground, dying. Karen Horn, great editing, by the way. What is the cop checking? What is the doctor checking for? To see if, is he, oh, is that guy dead? He's fucking dead, yeah. You fuck with Don the Dragon Wilson. You fuck with the dragon, you get the Wilson. That can't be Don the Dragon Wilson. You don't think so? You, who do you think that was? Ricardo Jacques Gale? Dude, I don't know. Oh, fuck. I can't wait to see more of that movie. Oh, no. That's his brother that died. He avenges the brutal murder of his brother. That was his brother? His brother seemed like an asshole then because, like, 
it seemed like that guy was sandbagging, right? Like he was supposed to, he was supposed to throw the match. Well, the wait, who? Maybe the guy who just won. No, you know what? The guy who just won is Don, is Don the Dragon Wilson's brother. Ooh, and he gets murdered for not letting that for not throwing the yes, match for that guy. Absolutely. Oh, uh, man, dude. Well, tune in everybody for Jimmy and I covering the entire eight film blood fist series <laughs> yeah it's gonna be good uh except for five no we're gonna get five I'm gonna, I'm, get... I'm gonna buy it on vhs as soon as we're done this podcast we're right. gonna watch it on vhs sounds good dude well uh that's mercenary for justice featuring yeah. blood fist with blood fist. don the dragon wilson sneak peek sneak peek blood fist <laughs> Two Motor City Boys. 